there, and welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, Dr. Erin Freakin' Wiseman. You know those days when your kid wakes up in the middle of the night at like midnight, and then one of your other kids wakes up at 5 a.m., both having had major puking episodes, so you've gone through like 10,000 towels and changed bedding and cleaned carpets. And then the next day, you have so much stuff to do. Either you got like a full schedule or, and then you got a thing that night that you got to go do. That That is me today. <laughs> so Team Wiseman caught some kind of nasty GI bug. I am like running on fumes today. But this is such an important episode that I, I knew I had to pony up and get my ass down here to the basement and record this podcast episode, but I'm going to be truthfully honest with you. I am not bringing full energy today. <laughs> I am ready for a nap. I am ready just to call it a day at like 6 p.m. and like throw cereal and hot dogs and be like, I will see you in the morning. So with that being said, I'm a little bit, a little bit tired. I'm so glad I had this outline written and already this whole series has been so fun to do. The how to start a super crazy business and go PRing clinically. Oh, it's been so fun. It's like I'm sharing all of my like insider tips and I don't even care. <laughs> so before we get into the solo cast where I explain part three of this, I got to pay some bills. But you know the exciting thing? I'm actually the sponsor for this week. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? So I'm going to play the clip that you guys will hear if you listen to any of the other Dr. Podcast Network podcasts. They'll be playing this clip. So hopefully we can increase the Dr. Me First community. We'll get some people who maybe haven't listened before. But the other thing I have to say is I am so super pumped to be able to say that this week that I'm the freaking sponsor. I mean, seriously, when I first started my business, and this is a total tangent, by the way, you can tell it's a tired tangent, but I never would have imagined that my voice would be able to reach people and that I would be in a position to where I could sponsor other people's podcasts so that they could come and hang out with me. It's just a really, really cool place to be in. So, okay, I'll put the clip in so you guys get to listen to it. And of course, join me for part three of how to start a super crazy business and go PRN clinically. Hey there, this is Dr. Erin Wiseman. I'm a fellow Dr. Podcast Network member, life coach, and mama three. I kick butt, I take names, and I help other high-achieving people do the exact same. And today, I want to invite you over to my podcast, Dr. Me First. It's well over 300 episodes, and each one is filled with inspiration and advice from amazing guests. So grab your wife, your mom, your sister, your best friend, and come tune in as we explore what it means to be a woman in medicine and a woman in this world. Because this podcast is a dose of everything that I needed when I was burned out, exhausted, and ready to quit it all. At the end of the day, I do this to help you feel more connected to yourself and to connect with others. I love to end my show with a kick of encouragement, so here's my favorite tagline. Your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See you over at Dr. Me First. All righty, part three, how to start a super crazy business and go PRN clinically. You guys have to know that so much of this comes from my own experience and the experience that I've had with walking other 
physicians, attorneys, women in STEM through burnout and transitions and starting their own super crazy business because it's absolutely possible. And it's so fun when people realize that their dreams can actually become actuality. So in part three today, we are going to talk about like the business development side, the actual like getting it off the ground. So you did everything in part one, and then you did everything in part two about setting up and getting your baby business born. Now in part three, this is about like raising your baby business. So in its infancy is where we're going to kind of talk about today. So when it's like in its infancy and I would say like early preschool years using the child analogy, which actually works super well. So what I want you to focus on after you get your business up and going, it doesn't matter the amount of followers that you have, the amount of likes that you get, how many looks that you're getting on your social media posts, the number of people on your email list, if you start a podcast, how many downloads you get. Those numbers really don't freaking matter. But what does matter and what is essential to get your business up and running and so that it is working for you and you're not just like burning out in your own business and working to the bone is making connections. So I talked about this a little bit in part two about extending your network. I'm going to bring it back up again today in this section because I think how vital it is, like how extremely, extremely important it is to have connection and to have network and to have community when you are building your business. And I'm not just saying this from a support standpoint. I mean, it is really important to have it from the support standpoint as well. But it's even more important to remember that starting a business, especially an online business, a lot of times you feel like you're shouting out into the darkness and you're just wondering, like, is anybody listening? Am I just going to keep pouring all of this work and it's just going into the vacuum of space? Or is actually somebody picking up on my signals that I'm sending out? And that's why it's so, so, so important to make personal connections with people that I want you to focus on that rather than likes and follows and all of the vanity metrics. Because really the number of people that you need to be successful in your business is not a million. It's not a hundred thousand. It's not even a thousand, I would say. Most people, when they first start off, they need in the tens to hundreds. That's it. To support their business and what they're doing if you're selling a good or a service. And so remembering that, it helps to remind you that direct connections are the fastest way to bring those people into your business. Because still, despite email, despite Facebook ads, despite sequences and freebies and websites and all the things, direct referrals and direct connection is still the number one best way where you get conversions, where you get sales. By and far, it is still the number one way that you are going to be able to run your business. Now, is it easy? No. But have you done hard things? Absolutely, you have. And so you're probably sitting back and you're like, okay, Erin, that's great. How do I do this though? Like I've been in the medical system for so long and you just put out your shingle and patients just start walking through your door and you take care of them. Yeah, that's not how it's going to work in the entrepreneur space. Yeah, you're going to put your shingle out, but you're not going to have a full schedule within a couple months. 
And if you do, I'm super glad for you. And I would love for you to share all of your tips with me because that has not been my experience at all. And I would love for it to be. But what I'm saying is in the entrepreneur space, you have to realize that you are going to have to put effort into making those connections. So one of the first things that I did early in my business is I got on LinkedIn. And you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast for half a minute, I freaking love LinkedIn. Hate Facebook, loved LinkedIn. Because people who are engaged on LinkedIn authentically want to be there. They want to have conversations. They want to know about the cool work that you're doing in the world. Or they're searching for a job and they too are looking for their next breakthrough or their great business idea and they want to collaborate. So LinkedIn is a hidden gold mine when it comes to that. And so what you can do is just go start finding people on LinkedIn who are either in the same area that you want to do. Maybe it's other physicians who are doing cool entrepreneur things. It's whatever. Just get on there and start making connections with people. I do not want you to cold DM people and start pitching and selling them in the DM box. If you do that, I will probably come through your speakers and strangle you. I hate that. I've been getting so much of that on Instagram right now that I have just been sending back the middle finger emoji to people because I don't even I don't even want to give them any time of day and give them a nice response. I just want to be like, "No, stop selling me, stop pitching me in the DMs." It's essentially like meeting somebody and kissing them immediately instead of like dating them, going on a couple dates, getting to know them, make sure they're a good person. So don't be that person. Don't be that random idiot who just goes around and and starts kissing everybody in the room. Don't cold DM like that. There's nothing more that pisses me off than that. Because really, social media at its core should be about making connections with people. It should be about educating them and teaching them about your message and who you are and what you're doing. And then if they like it, then they will be like, yes, sure, 100%, I want what you're offering. But by just like slamming it in people's faces by pitching them in the DMs, that's just a sleazy sales tactic. And I know a lot of people are doing that right now in online sales, and I just got to be the opposing voice to be like, stop it. You need to stop. But what I want you to do instead is get in people's DMs and actually start a conversation with them. Maybe you saw something interesting in their profile. Well, tell them what you saw interesting in their profile. Maybe you want to ask them a question. Don't ask them to ask a question. Just go ahead and ask your question. And if they don't answer you, they ghost you, they say no, okay, move on to the next person. You really need to expect 99 no's before you get a yes. And you're not doing anything wrong. It's absolutely okay. 1% at a time, you're going to strike gold. You're going to find your new BFF online. You're going to find your new business mentor. You're going to find somebody who just absolutely rocks your world and helps you out. But you got to go through all the no's to get there. And remember, a no can also mean a not yet. Maybe they're threatened by you because they see you're a doctor and you're starting this super amazing business and you have all these ideas and they're like a little bit scared. Again, that's on them. That's not on you. And just take the no and move on. So connections, connections, connections. That's point number one of this part three. It's not about the vanity metrics. It's about making real connections. So getting in LinkedIn, having conversations with people. The other way to do it is to set up just virtual coffee dates or a 15-minute call with people or to get on Zoom with people. Introduce yourself. Tell them what you're doing. 
If you have a question for them, ask them. If you want advice, ask them. And then thank them for answering your question or giving you advice and be done. Do not pitch them on this 15-minute coffee call. Please don't do that. That's just as sleazy as like pitching cold in the DMs. If you really want to build your network, you've got to genuinely make connections with people. You want to sit down and actually talk with them and not try to sell them your shit. Again, that irritates the crap out of me when people want to get me on the phone call, not because they're interested in Dr. Me First or Burnt Out to Badass or they want to hear about my burnout story, but it's because they just want to reach into my wallet and take my money. That's a totally different energy. So I'm just telling you, you can make connections and you don't have to be super slimy about it. Okay, number two in this part three, I want to talk about marketing. So I'm going to break it down into a few different points. I'm going to give you the Aaron Wiseman SAS School of Marketing, and we're just going to go with it. And you can try it out and see if it fits for you. It's what I have found works for me. For a lot of my clients, it's what I teach in Physician Coaching Alliance. So take it with the good or the bad. Hopefully, it will help any listeners out there. So here is the most simplified marketing strategy that you can ever come up with that actually works. Are you ready? One, tell people what you know. Two, offer to help them. That's it. Tell people what you know. There's no like super secret formula behind the curtain that you've got to sell, but they can't see it until they get behind the curtain. No. Tell people what you know. Tell them in bite-sized amounts how awesome your product is or your service is. Show them what it is and then offer to say like, hey, if you want the whole thing, I can help you. So I like to use this as my Costco analogy or here in my area, Sam's Club. You know, like when you're shopping in one of those big stores and you're walking around and you're in the freezer section because you got to get some like frozen pizzas or some corn dogs for your kids. And there's a lady standing there who's selling sausage balls and you can smell these sausage balls cooking. And you're like, mm, that smells pretty good. So you kind of wander over and see like what she what she's doing with it all. And she tells you a little bit about the sausage ball and then she offers you one, right? You get to taste it and try it out. And then you're like, hmm, that's so good. Do I want the 10-pound bag of sausage balls? And she's like, if you do, it's right right here behind me in the freezer section. And then you get to decide. It's the same thing for your future clients. You are the sausage ball lady. You get to cook the sausage balls. You get to tell people how amazing you are. They can get free smells. They can even come taste test one with you. And then you offer to help them. But where so many people get it wrong is they are an amazing sausage ball lady. Like they can whip up thousands of sausage balls, but they forget to offer it to the people who are out there. Like for instance, there was one time I was shopping and this one lady, she was like making these super elaborate, like she had like fruit and cheese and these crackers and she was like making them so beautiful, but like nobody wanted to go up and test them because you could tell like how intense she was on this little snack that she was making. You don't want to be that kind of person. You want to lay out all the things that you offer and that you know and how you can help people. And then you want them to come in and try it out and then give them the space and time to decide if they want the 10-pound bag. Like, don't be the crazy sausage ball lady that chases people around in the store to get them to buy and sell. Don't do that. (laughs) You're going to chase so many people away. All you have to do is hold your hand out and say, can I help you? I This is going to make you better. Are you willing to work with me? Can I help you in this? 
It's the easiest and most authentic way to do marketing for your business. And so all you really got to do is figure out what do you know? How can you deliver that to people? And then how can you tell them how you help them and show them that? And if you can nail that down, you're going to be so stinking successful. You can thank me later for the most easiest marketing advice ever in the world. All right, number two, when we're talking about marketing, sometimes when I tell these people that the marketing strategy you should have is tell people what you know and make an offer, they're like, Aaron, I don't know what I know. <laughs> and what I give to that advice, which is number two, is keep talking. Your message will fall out of your mouth. Keep writing. Your message will come out of your pen. Keep delivering. Your products will get better and better. You just have to keep doing it. So it's that consistency. And, and when I say consistency, I don't mean like showing up every freaking day because that's how you get burned out in your business. Consistency means picking an interval for which you are going to do something and then sticking to it. So some people for podcasting, one podcast a month is what they can do. Or maybe it's one podcast a quarter. That's what they can do with the time constraints that they have. You know, and that's absolutely okay. Maybe as you're starting your business, you can only work on it like two hours a week. That's absolutely okay. You show up and you do your best work in those two hours, and that is what you can do. And during those times, that's when I want you to keep talking so that your message can fall out of your mouth. So you can get really, really clear on what you're super passionate about, what this business is all about, and how you can communicate it to other people and tell them what you know. All right. Tip number three when it comes to marketing is repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. I'm talking recycle, reduce, reuse always. I find so many young entrepreneurs in this state of business, they're so excited to get their business done. They want to tell the world about everything. And then they go on a like copywriting binge. Hell, I did it myself. I wrote like three ebooks within the first six months of business. But they develop all of these like resources and blogs and podcast posts and ebooks and online webinars and like all of this huge wave of amount of content because they're doing what I told them to do, which is to keep talking so that their message falls out of their mouth, right? But here's the thing. Once you develop all of that content, you need to recycle it. You need to reuse it. You need to boil it down and reduce it and like get to the core message because it's not sustainable to continuously write that huge volume of content to put out that amount of blog posts or that amount of podcasts or that amount of speaking. But once you have done those things, then you just need to reuse the shit out of them. So for instance, one thing that I do in Dr. Me First is we do Dr. Me First, you know, the the podcasters you're listening to now, we take sound bites out of that and we reuse them in what we call audiograms. Those are those cool little things on Instagram and LinkedIn with the picture and the moving wave, sound wave that you see. So we use sound bites in that. Then we also will repurpose that into the weekly email that goes out in the Aaron Wiseman SAS section. And then also we post audiogram pictures in there. We also take podcast posts, and we get them transcribed at a website called Rev, R-E-V.com. Highly recommend them, by the way, where you can get any kind of audio and video transcribed into the written word. And then my team takes that and makes blogs posts out of them. 
Or we take that and I develop a class that I'm going to teach on a Sunday. Or we take that and we build out new modules in the Burnt Out to Badass CME course. And so see how one podcast episode can actually be used in about six different ways. And it's no more time for me. It's just learning how to dissect, to piece up, and to repurpose and place back together again. So if you want sustainability for the long term, repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Okay, so these are my top tips that I want you to do after you get your business born and it's in the infancy stage. I want you to make so many personal connections. That's going to be your best place to build your network, to get people to know who you are, what you're about, and to really recognize you as an authority in the space. You're going to have a super easy marketing strategy, which is to tell people what you know and to offer the help them. And I got that from Denise DT, by the way. She's brilliant. She wrote the book Chillpreneur. That is another huge uh, resource that I would recommend anybody who is being an entrepreneur, especially if you're a woman. It's definitely woman-geared reading to get it. So Chillpreneur. Next, you're going to keep talking. You're going to keep producing content until you get your really clear message that falls out of your mouth. And then last, you are going to repurpose, 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 recycle, reduce, reuse, recycle, reduce, reuse. We just had Earth Day. So, you know, you're going to use that copy over and over and that content over and over and over again. And you'll make it better each time you go around, but no more wasting your valuable time on trying to develop new copy all the time. I mean, if you listen to Dr. Me first, you know my core messages, which is you can love your life and work. You are not alone. You are not broken and help is available. I think you can pick that up in almost every single episode if you listen to me. And I just tell it in a different ways and I just repurpose it and reuse it in different ways. And to save you time, you got to find things to make it easy to repurpose. So like I mentioned, that website rev, rev.com so that you can change podcasts or speeches or Facebook lives into written content. So you're not sitting down, be eating your brain on your desk, trying to get written content as well. Okay. So those are my takeaway points. Next week, I'll be coming at you with uh, part four of how to start a super crazy business and go clinically PRN. And part four is actually going to be geared more towards the last part of the title, which is the going clinically PRN. Because now that we've got you, your baby business born, it's in its infancy, it's time for it to grow. Now we got to figure out and we got to talk about the clinical side and figuring out how you want to practice medicine and then showing up in that space. Because really, that's how you have a successful practice. That's how you have a sustainable career in medicine is you practice the way that you desire. So excited to share that with you. As always, my friends, I am so glad to be with you. Super excited to be the sponsor of Doctors Podcast Network this week. Go check out some of the other podcasts. Give them some support. Tell them you came from Dr. Me First and give me a shout out and I'll blast it all over the place. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Hey, are you tired of going at it alone? Well, friend, you don't have to anymore. Come sit with me. I want you to know that it's okay if you need to take a break. 
It's okay if you need to talk about some real crappy things. It's okay. You're not the first to feel like this, and you don't have to stick it out and be miserable. There is a way out, and there's a whole movement of fierce females in your corner. If you want to come sit with me and be in my community, you will not see me in Facebook groups. I freaking hate Facebook with a deep and fiery passion. (laughs) But what you can do is come over to Aaron Wiseman's Badass Collective on Slack. Because guess what? Once a badass, always a badass. And this isn't anything that's paid. It's not anything that I'm like throwing huge promos at you. It is simply a community where I am trying to get people together in the same space so that we can have these kind of conversations safely and in a protected manner that you feel so loved on. It's the whole purpose. So click in the show notes, get over to the Slack group. We do have some community rules. But, you know, that's just how it goes. But I would love to see you in there. I am in there almost every single day having real conversations, posting crazy pictures of my kids and gifts, all that good stuff. And I want you in there, too. So come on over. Come sit with me. Blind tonight.